Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast, established 2019. Direct from the North Wales coast, his verbal skills definitely outweigh his wrestling ability. It's time for British Wrestling Sharpshooter, your host, Stu Palmer. Hello and welcome to episode 18. My guest today is none other than a veteran on the UK circuit. It's his second time coming on the show. You're the second, second guest after Mike Madbog Angus. Here is my guest, Keith Colwell, aka Roughneck. How's it going, Keith? How are you doing? You okay, buddy? All good, mate. All good. Uh, thanks once again, Keith, for coming on. Oh, it's a pleasure to have a job, buddy. I just, like, obviously, I don't give you much notice, do I? But. <laughs> No, no, listen, it's, it's fine. If I've got the time to do it, I can do it. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things where I got, I, sometimes I think wrestling is not as dispensable as what it should be, given the circumstances. So if I, if, it's, if, I, if I can do it, I'll be more than happy to do it. In this case, I can. So, awesome. Cheers, Keith. Means a lot. Means a lot to me, like, you know, coming on. Obviously, we've got a lot to talk about because when I had you on last January, things were a little bit different to how they are now. In regards to your stand, yeah. your standing in the business, and uh, basically, could you just tell the listeners what's going to be happening over the next twelve months, so they're in the loop. Well, basically, uh, as it stands right now, I've been I've been in the business around. Well, I've been around the business for about twenty years. I've been wrestling for about eighteen, and uh, as it stands right now, it's uh, it's one of those situations where my my body's breaking down and. I've got to think about my quality of life moving forward, and I don't want to be one of those guys who who oversteered the welcome or did too much. So the bottom line is, is that I've been told I need two new knees, two knee replacements within the next five years, and um, yeah, uh, if I if, hypothetically speaking, if I went to get them done now, I would be looking at like at least for, for the both knees. 20 months recovery time minimum so with rehab and physio so with that being said I'm just you know it's just time to call it a day basically what what would be what would be the long standing issues say you were to carry on what what could happen to your health well I mean the bottom line is that I'm in pain all the time now anyway you know uh, I, if I, for, uh, for example yesterday I went to the gym and uh, I put 22 kilo on the stack, which is like probably two weights down, two weights 
into the, the stack. I did two reps and my knees, the, the, the first rep I did, both my knees popped. The second one I did, I thought they were going to pop, my kneecaps were going to actually pop out my legs. So the bottom line is, is that I could be a cripple and uh, I don't want that. <laughs> Uh, in terms of uh, what what bookings have you got coming up? I suppose that should be my next well, question, really. Yeah, I mean, as it stands right now, uh, I've just recently uh, come back to WAW again, and uh, I had a, a, a fun match with uh, Tony Knight. Uh, it was one of the adopted Knight family at WAW. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and it's, there's a storyline behind it, so that makes it even more interesting for me. I'm going to be working uh, for one of uh, possibly Target. I'm going to be working at Hope. Uh, Hope. Uh, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm in discussions with TNT to do some stuff there. Uh, Wrestle Island as well. Uh, there's, there's about four or five... About, about, about four or five so far. AWW as well. Uh, down in Hastings. I think by the time I finish, I'll have worked for about 10, 15 promotions by the time of uh, this year, by the time I've called it a day. It's a, it's, it's a solid number for your swan song, mate. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, like, I'm, like I said, listen, nobody, nobody's more good at about having to retire more than me. You know, I'm, I'm absolutely devastated about it. But it's, it's, it's my choice. And like I said before, the bottom line is, is that my physically I'm finding it harder and harder I'm 45 this year which is not old and uh, I, I guess but when you've got when you've got needs of an 8 year old man it which speaks for itself and to be honest with you it's not just from pro wrestling it's actually from lots of heavy lifting it's from playing football at a reasonably high level as well because I was a goalkeeper and yeah it's just like it's just a cumulative effect that and the pro wrestling it's, it's just uh, had its uh, it's had its effect on me that's the reason why it's time to cash in me chips it's like obviously these youngsters coming in to the business you know that, that they should be looking shouldn't they their, their health as well and what, what can happen well like I says I mean I've, I've been I got told in 2006 that I would never train again never mind wrestle again because I had a stroke and uh, I, I lost about 80% of the strength down the right side of my body temporarily. It wasn't an ideal situation, but I, at that age, I was in a position where it's, if, so, if a doctor turns around and tells you you can't, what you, tells you what you can't do, I was young enough to turn around and say, for want of a better word, kiss my ass. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to do it, and, I, and I'll, I'll do whatever it takes in order to facilitate doing it. But now. The harsh reality of it is, is that I'm not getting any any younger. The the, the depth, the, the 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 pool of talent that's out there right now, I'm just happy to be still wrestling. You know, uh, there's so much good talent out there. Um, the fact that I'm still picking up bookings is uh, is I don't know whether it's testament of what I do or, or what, but it's 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 flattering, and I'm and I'm proud to still be wrestling in this day and age. Are you going to be, in terms of, will you be going out there as a face or a heel, or does it? Will it differ from promotion to promotion? It, it, it'll differ from promotion to promotion. Uh, I mean, primarily, I, I work very much a tweener anyway. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm one. Of, I mean, I have worked top out right heel 
But you know, I get I get asked to do like the how was the best way of putting it? Uh, like a, a Steve Austin type character where you you're a bit of an anti-hero. You know what I mean? And it fits the character pretty well. What I do uh, usually, I'm I'm very much a tweener. But yeah, I'll work heel. I'll, I'll work blue eye. I'll I'll do I'll work wherever I'm needed and do whatever I'm told. Ultimately, I'm sure when I have. Some retirement match down the line, I'll be getting booed out of the building, or I'll be getting told they can't wait to wave me off, and then there'll be other people who will be, you know, uh, I'll be going out as a face, and they'll they'll be sorry, to, they'll be sad to see me go, I guess, you know. Who who would you like to face on on the you know on the final matches? Oh uh, well, actually, we were talking about this the other day. Uh, as you know, one of my best friends is Roy. Roy yeah, Knight, and. Uh, we were talking about doing a, a what you call the match. Uh, they've got this their own little little. They've got their own match, which is like a, a builder's cage match, where they uh, where it's weapons all over, and then they've got what you call is they've got like uh, fencing around the ring and stuff. So that 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 would sound like a lot of fun. Ultimately, I just want to help get guys over. So I don't really care. Uh, as, long, as long as it's fun and as long as it's as long as it's telling a story and it makes sense, I, I'll do whatever that needs to be done. Really, we've uh, I've, I've had a couple of discussions with Jay at TNT about a possible storyline there, but I think it needs flushing out a little bit more. It's like one of those when when you go out, you want to go out on your shield, you know. I don't want to rehash any old ground or rehash any old territory. And so I, I'd like to do something where if there's guys if there's guys are in a position who need need to be who could I could help put over get over well I'd rather do that than you know what I mean and that's how, that's how it should be but I, I do believe and I think most, a lot like it's, it's time on a tradition that you know when you when you do your your, your final matches that you, you get a little bit of. Um, a little bit of artistic license, and you have a, a little bit of say over your your match. You know, uh, that's all. That's, that's you know, that's always been uh, what I've seen in the past. You know, uh, it's your final match. You, you want to do it with guys that you like and pe- people who you who you uh, who you love to work with. You know, uh, so hopefully I, I, I'll be in a position where I can get guys over uh, in, in a match and go out on my shield. You know. Um, but time will tell, you know. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm getting paid regardless. So you, you do. It's, you've got an employee-employer relationship, and you've got to respect that. Do you think like a lot of these? Obviously, I don't know the inner workings, but you know, like you say, you'll put people over. Yeah. Do, do enough of the guys do that, or is there still selfishness? Obviously, I only hear about this secondhand because I've never been in the business. So, will people well, will people do it? I, I mean, listen. I, I'll, I'll do it because I'm I'm confident enough in my own abilities, and this, this is something I, I was talking to Roy about earlier on. Are wins and losses important? Of course they are. But at the same time, if you're a good enough storyteller in the ring, people ultimately won't remember the result. They'll remember the match, you know, and they'll remember the story that you told. So. If I've, I've been, like I said, I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I, I'd like to think I've mastered the art of getting over without winning, you know. And it can be done. It just, it just, it just, it just takes a bit of experience in order to do it. Uh, and 
some guys, the, the guys who can't do that, are the young, younger guys who uh, think that wins and losses mean something. But ultimately, I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> the game's bent. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it doesn't mean that it can't be fun, and it can't be exciting, and it can't, and and, and that it, that it can be entertaining for the for the fans, you know. Because when, when it's all said and done, none of the guys who are buying the tickets, and as long as they go home happy, it don't matter who wins or who lo- who loses. But uh, like I say, I, I I I hope that doesn't sound braggadocious, but I'm confident enough in my own ability to have a match. I can get beat and still get over in the in the, in that match. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't classify that as braggadocious. You've done it for so many years, and you, you, you don't mince your words, do you? And, you know, I, I, I don't think that is braggadocious. You've, you've, you know, you've earned your stripes in the business, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, like uh, I said this the other day, I'm probably the most, I'm, I'm my own harshest critic, and I'm probably the most self-deprecating wrestler on the circuit, if, I, if the truth be told, right? But I know what my strengths are, and I know what my weaknesses are. So we'll hide my weaknesses, and I'll extenuate my, my strengths. That's how that's how it should work, you know. Uh, I'm not gonna like. There's a market here right now for a heavyweight wrestler to wrestle as a heavyweight, and I see everybody wants to do these extra things, and that's great, it's admirable. But just because you can do it doesn't necessarily mean that you should. I mean, everybody knows that Brock Lesnar can do a, uh, a shooting star press. Um, I mean, I know he didn't do it on that match uh, at WrestleMania, but the fact of the matter is, is that he can do it. Doesn't mean that he should, and he's never going to do it again. The Big Show can do a the Big Show can do a moonsault from the top rope, which which is possibly one of the most great, one of the greatest things you'll ever see if a, a four hundred and fifty pound man's flying through the air like that. But again. Just because he can do it doesn't necessarily mean that he should. And I think in this this marketplace as it is right now, there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of people thinking that they're a new breed of heavyweight, and to a certain degree they are. You know, the, 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 there's, there's a better quality of athlete coming around right now. But because everybody's trying to do mimic that style and do that style, there's a, they've left the market open for someone just to be a genuine badass heavyweight. Who just goes in there, arrives, destroys, and leaves? I think people are maybe losing sight of that a little bit, you know. Do you think? Uh, I know it's a cliche line. Is it like less? Less is more. Do you think? Oh, less is more. If you if you know what you're doing. I mean, like I says, it's um, if you if you know what you're doing. I mean, he's a prime example, right? He's a prime example. You watch a Will Ospreay match from. I don't know. But it was wrestling Ricochet, say, okay? And they were one of the, honestly, when you watched it, it was a, it was a sight to behold, okay? The, the amount of stuff that they could do and they crammed it in one match, it was just, it was unbelievable. Now, you watch Will Ospreay now, and he, and he now knows that he can do that soul-captured chop and, and elicit just the same response is what he could do if he was doing 15 other stuff, that 15 aerial moves that he was doing before. And now we do. Now we, if you watch him wrestle now, it's all in the context of a of a match. It's all it all makes sense. He knows that he doesn't have to necessarily have to do it. So, do I believe the concept of less is more is is integral? Yeah, 
it just hits people a little bit later. You know what I mean? The penny drops at some point with everybody. They, it dawns on them actually one. Oh wow, I'm getting the same game, the same response. We're doing this amount instead of doing that amount, and I'm not killing myself in the process. You know, uh, and that's something that younger wrestlers should possibly think about moving forward. You know, you don't you don't have to. You don't have to cram everything into a match. And if you are cramming it in for, who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for the fans? Or are we going to be brutally honest? Or are you doing it for yourself? Because you can do it. You know, it's, it's, that's, that's how I see things at the moment, you know? Do you think, do you think there's a lot of copycats to, to them as well? Obviously, you know, said like Ricochet and uh, Osprey. Do you think there's too much of it now? Um, well, I, like I said, if you, if you watch, if you watch, like will wrestle now. It's like night and day. He knows he knows where to put stuff into a in the context of a, of a of telling a story in a ring. He can still. I mean, he'll still dazzle you. I mean, some of the stuff that he does is absolutely phenomenal. But um, I think I don't. I, I think I think because he's got a lot of people who admire him and, and see that his style that he's doing. Hopefully, that'll translate into them mimicking that style. That he's doing now, as opposed to doing the style that he was doing maybe three or four years ago. Do you think he'll? Do you think he'll stay put in Japan? I think he'll go where wherever he wants to go. At the end of the day, I think I think he's revered over there. He's well respected over there. He's making money over there. He's making money for the company. He's a drawer over there, and I think it's great that a British wrestler's doing that over there as well. Um, so if he's happy there, he's going to stay there, and he'd be crazy not to. I mean, you you got look at look at the look look at I mean, and Will wouldn't be in this this group, right? But if you're an aspiring wrestler now, right, you want ultimately, and you want to get the WWE or, or one of them high end companies or AEW. If I if I had the choice now, if you give me the choice between WWE or AEW, I go with AEW. And the only reason I would do that for is this. You're with a, a, an up-and-coming, grown company that's got that's got financial backing, but more importantly, because this, the the depth of the roster is not as big as WWE, you're going to get more TV time. Yeah. And if you get more TV time, you're putting yourself more in the shop front window. There's only so much TV time that WWE can allocate to you, whether it be on Raw, SmackDown, whether it be NXT, NXT UK. There's only so many hours of time they can take and allocate the wrestlers. So, do you want to be one of those guys who gets lost in the shuffle, or do you want to be one of those guys who can shine, you know, in AEW or even in Japan, you know? That's that's where I see things. I think I think Alex says that I don't watch a lot of. I watch NXT UK occasionally from time to time, and I watch NXT Takeover. But when you see, and it's, I mean, it's great that the guys have got the contract and they've got the opportunity and they've got that opportunity I mean a lot of the guys that are out there I've worked with and I'm so happy for them that they've been given these this opportunity but ultimately like I said there's only there's only so many hours in a day there's only so many hours WWE can allocate with, with TV time so what's about because you've got a little bit of choice now as a wrestler if you're good enough you've got to think which one's going to be best suited for you you know who who are you liking in NXT UK when you do watch it? I, I, I love what you call it. I love Big Dave. I love, I love Big Dave because Big Dave is a heavyweight. He's a genuine heavyweight. He looks the part. 
uh, and uh, I've always had a lot of respect for him. There's another guy who can, he's a big guy, but he can do, he, he can do bloody, uh, acai moonsaults and split leg moonsaults and all sorts, you know what I mean? But he, 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 he's got his, his character down to a fine art now. So I'm, I'm a big fan of Big uh, big Dave's. I'll be honest with you, um, uh, I love I love Gallus, and I've always loved Joe and, and Mark. I, I, I worked with Mark Coffey uh, last year, and it was an honour and a pleasure to, to be working with him. I've worked with Wolfgang a lot, and uh, well, that was like in the uh, mid 2000s. He's a great kid as well, unbelievably talented as well. Uh, so I love, love watching what they do, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not a big fan of Walter. I just think he's. I don't, I don't get the, the, the appeal. What, what's, uh, what's not right with him, in your opinion? My opinion is, is I get, I get the whole chop thing, but, but I, 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 I think uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not enamoured by him at all. I don't think he works like, a, like the heavyweight that he could be. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not sold on him at all. I mean, more, I, I respect him, and I think it's great that he's. He's out there and he's doing his thing, but he's not the he's not the guy I would put use use as precedent if I'm being honest. Yeah. But I, I but I, I do understand why they do it. It's just, it's just not my cup of tea, you know. That's it's just probably a personal thing, as like a personal preference, I should say. But I'm just not sold on it. Uh, I, I I see like a guy like that is is another guy for you, Ashton uh, Ashton Smith. I think he's unbelievable. If he was booked right, he could be the next British rock, for Christ's sake. But, like I said, it's it's all down to allocation and TV time. Yeah. And if your face fits, I guess, you know. And I'm not saying his face don't fit. I'm just thinking, I just know that he's he's got so, there's so much more to him. Uh, and he's, that, that opportunity is not, not there for him right now. But who's, 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 who knows what's going to happen down the line. Do you think it might be down to like maybe if they give him some promo time, maybe to add layers? Yeah, possibly. Like I said, I mean, the Gallus get get plenty of time, and I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think I think like I said, maybe it's, I think maybe it should be there should be a little bit more equal distribution of of, of, of that sort of time. But I'm not the what you call me. I'm not the I'm not the boss there. I'm sure that the reason for everything, and they've got the wrong reasons for for doing certain things. So, um, like I said, I'm sure, I'm sure down the line it'll all make sense, hopefully. Do you think, just going back to Walter, what do you think, as in, collectively with Imperium, what do you think of the faction? The, uh, I like, uh, I kind of like the faction. I just think we're a little bit wooden. I just think we're a little bit, maybe that's, that's, that's I mean, I think that's part of the gimmick. But I just think, I, I saw, a, I saw a, a promo done with them the other week and I was like, you know Gallus? I think it was that was it Alexander Wolf or something. And I was thinking, and maybe it's, it's that, that. Maybe it's a cultural thing. I don't know. But I just, I was just, I was like, wow, that wasn't. It, it, it's like you know when you see a footballer, right? When you see a, a, a footballer get paid 150 grand or 200 grand a week, you want the best, don't you? Because you're you wrestling at that. You're at the highest level. Yeah. And I know, and and, and I, I think, as far as I'm concerned, if you're in WWE in any way, shape, or form, whether it be NXT, NXT UK, uh, uh, Raw, SmackDown, whatever, you sh- you should be at the top of your game. 
the very top of your game. You shouldn't be making delivery of things that shouldn't that you would expect from a indie indie a small league indie wrestling promotion. You know, you make you 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 learn you you you, you learn your trade there. You you you're in there. You're in you're in with the big boys now, and you should be delivering at that level. Who, um, in regards to NXT then, how long do you think it'd be until Undisputed Era come up to the main roster? That was my next one. No, I don't. I don't I, the, the, the other thing is, is that I don't. They seem, they seem quite reluctant to do so, don't they? I mean, I think there's a, obviously there's, there's an air of inevitability about it. But the guys seem because look, it's it's no secret when you watch when you watch Raw or SmackDown, or you watch it, or you watch. Um, NXT or NXT UK, the wrestlers have got a little bit more free reign. Do you know what I mean? To, to do what they want to do compared to what they do at, at Raw or SmackDown. And I, and I think because from a creative standpoint, a wrestler would always want to have that level of creativity with it and that creative freedom that they're not going to have on Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you watched, if like when Paige, when, when Raya was doing her thing, uh, in, in, in on on the main roster, she she was only showcasing a fraction of what she could actually do, because they they, they would they would make them hold back on stuff, and that's what they do. Uh, I don't know why they do it, but that's what they do. Uh, so as far as the undis- uh, undisputed here, whether they go, I mean, like I said, I, I think it's from a uh, from a point of ambition, they'll probably want uh, the. They're going to have to make that move, but they're in a comfort zone now, and they're happy to be there. They're content where they are. So, uh, who knows what'll happen with them? There's only so much you can do in the one promotion, I guess. But yeah. having said that, because you've got that strength, that strength and depth, because they're constantly bringing new guys in. Who know, who, know, who knows? They might they might be able to stay there forever in a day. They might be happy there. It's just, uh, to me, I look at it. They've been there over two and a half years now since debut. It just Seems to me like it's a long time, but I know obviously they love what they're doing down there. And you hear like Gagano, Gagano and Champa saying they don't want to move up because they're happy. But uh, yeah. I, I just think there's so many match possibilities if they do come up to main roster. There's so much they can do. Absolutely, but the other thing, what, what you need, but the other, the flip side of that coin is they, they are probably looking at guys who have made that jump from NXT to Raw and SmackDown. And they haven't been used as, as effectively, and that's because they've got a little again it's that thing where there's only so much TV time that can be allocated to, to wrestlers on Raw and SmackDown. They probably they're, now they're in that that, that that NXT thing. They they know that they've got that little bit more artistic freedom and creative freedom, and they're gonna they've got a little they're probably going to have that little bit more TV time than what they would on Raw or SmackDown. I was just seeing today, Keith. This is obviously. You know, hot off the press, they've got um, Alistair Black versus AJ Styles for Elimination Chamber. That's that, that, that's that's got the potential to be one hell of a match, hasn't it? I just think with Alistair Black as well, they've it's, it's been a very slow build, but hopefully now they're going to get him, they're going to propel him to the big matches now. Yeah, because they, they, they haven't really pulled the trigger on him, and, and like I said, he's 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 over, so maybe it's it's time to. I mean, I, I've, 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 listened, I've been, like, for instance, the other day, Goldberg went over uh, Bray Wyatt. The, everybody was going up in arms. I thought it was great, because it was unpredictable. It wasn't, wasn't what you expected. 
And I don't care what anybody says. They, that, that carry, that, that the feet carried didn't get buried. The way the way they did it, the, it, it was it was it was that 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 character can go on and continue to tell another story. And yeah, and the other thing is, is you don't nobody wants to pay to you know like back in the day, people like the Road Warriors. The Road Warriors were like that that tag team that you wanted to go see, go down that ring and kick the ever-loving piss out of people. Goldberg is exactly the same. Nobody pays to watch him do 20-minute matches. Nobody pays for him to wrestle. And I, I don't care what anybody says. I, he's, not, he's not the greatest technical wrestler in the world, but he can put a match together. If you don't believe me, all you've got to do is watch Halloween Havoc 98 with with Goldberg and DDP, you know? So can, can he do it? Yeah, but people don't want to see that. And you, the, the other thing is, is that... The, the wrestling fact, like, what, what people claim as being smart, smart fans, I don't care what anybody says, they're still in a minority when it comes to WWE. Who do you think WWE want to cater to? Do they want to cater to the mass audience? Because the mass audience is not a smart crowd. The mass audience is kids. The mass audience is families who want, who want, who want to see larger-than-life characters like Goldberg. Because they, they're the people who won't buy the T-shirts. No, I'm not saying that they don't care about that smart, the smarter community. Well, I'm just saying they, they don't probably figure in the equation as much as I think uh, the smart, the smarter audience need to like remember that. Basically, you know. I don't think like he's never with, with Bray Wyatt, the fiend. Like he's never needed. I've always felt he superseded any title anyway, just because the character's yeah. that big. Bit like a. Jake Roberts scenario. I know they've obviously likened him to Jake with the promos and stuff like that. Uh, he's never, for me, he's never needed the belt. And like, like you say, they protected him on Thursday at the event anyway. Because how many spears did Goldberg get before he got the exactly. win? Exactly, and, 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 and then the lights went down, and then he was gone. He was he disappeared. Yeah. It kept him strong. Mm. How people, how people can't see that is beyond, they want to see what they want to see. Uh, and, and from a business standpoint, I don't care what anybody says, that belt was going to go on Roman Reigns anyway, at some point. Go, I, I, I'm 99.9% convinced Goldberg's going to be putting yeah. uh, Reigns over, okay? It's been, it's been settled for that to happen, okay? So, I, 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 well, I, if, he, if he didn't give the belt away at showdown, he was going to be giving it away at WrestleMania, so what's the problem? And like you said, that character... Don't need no belt. In the same that, like Jake Roberts didn't need a belt because he was over. Rowdy Roddy Piper never, never needed, particularly needed a no, world title. Not at all. You know. So, I, I, and the character, as far as I'm concerned, still strong. And he's got a match with John Cena. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> got that, that card. Look, that card looks stacked to me. I don't care what anybody says. It, it's Tam. I think Tampa's going to be. I think Tampa's going to be very good. I think they're due, they're due to have a good a good mania because I know last year there was a bit of um uh, and R in with people who weren't happy with the the event on the whole. But yeah, I think this year they'll they'll, they'll claw it back and we're in for a good one. Yeah, I think I think it's going to deliver. I really do. I mean, the the, the match with Reigns and Goldberg is it going to be a classic? Hell no, it's not going to be a classic. But guess what? Neither neither, neither was Hogan and Andre. That, that dude's one of the biggest houses ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it does. It, 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 it's, it's, it's not. It doesn't have to be a great match. All it needs to be is have guys that can 
immerse you into that match and make you buy into them and buy into that match. That's all it needs. And I'm telling you now, just because you just because you're a smart fan doesn't they're not worried about what overly bothered about what they think. They're bothered about they want to cater to the people that they know are going to be immersed into it. That can't wait to see who's got the better spear. You know? Who is the true big dog? That's what that's the, them are the guys that they want to cater to. I didn't even watch Royal Rumble this year, but I'm actually looking forward to watching WrestleMania this year. I really am. The Rumble the Rumble was solid. It, it was it was in my opinion, you know, everyone's opinion's different. Like I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it this year, well, to be fair. Well, sh- surely that's the beauty of wrestling. It's subjective. Yeah. It, it extends yeah. you the opportunity to have an opinion, and, that, and that's good. That's great. And I'm not saying that that anybody's opinion is more valid than the other, but from a business standpoint, it makes sense to cater to the people that buy it, who, who are buying tickets continuously and buying T-shirts and mugs and whatever they're selling. What about Randy Orton and Edge? How, what are your feelings on that one? I, I think <laughs> I think Edge has got a sweet deal. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I think I think like you said, it's it's got it's. Uh, and there's another one. It's, it's, it's another one that's telling a great story. It's it, 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 you're gonna you, 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 if you, if you just let yourself go and, and get sucked into it, it's gonna it's it, like I said, like, you, you're gonna love it, you know. And that's what wrestling should be all about. You know, you let, ultimately, you're never gonna you're never not if you're having a show. Not everybody's gonna go home happy, but if you've entertained the majority, then you've done your job. And if the people that didn't like it, well, okay, that's fine. We'll try and get you the next time. It's that's that's the way I say wrestling. As long as you've entertained the majority, and you've done your job right. And I think WrestleMania, as it stands right now, is going to deliver on many fronts. So there's plenty of scope there for if you don't like one match, you'll definitely like the other. You know, Keith, uh, have you got any dates with TNT, or is it still in the embryonic stages? It's still in the embryonic stages. I think it's definitely going to be around summer explosion time or something like that. I basically, Jay, Jay because I was one of the guys, well, I, I was at the very first show. Uh, and then uh, between myself and, uh, and Jay and he, what was the other guy called? Big guy. He, 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 well, anyway... Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I, f- I feel rude because I forgot his name. But um, basically, we, we were the guys who put, formulated TNT, and then and then I, and then I, I, and then it was effectively me and Jay. And then I, I helped Jay along with with the with the product and showed him how to book and why why you have why you put matches in certain places and so on and so forth. But now Jay has got took the ball and ran with it, and it's it's his totally it's his own entity. You know what I mean? And he's gone great guns with it and I think that's I think every show continue, continues to get better and better and that's that's testament to what Jay's achieved he's done great with it uh, and it's like I said I, I said this years I said this about three years ago it's it's probably British wrestling's one of British wrestling's best kept secrets yeah. and now it's starting to get the exposure that it, it truly deserves does he do does he do stuff that, that doesn't sit well with me I, I, I think this is, uh, from a from a creative standpoint, yeah, but it's not my promotion, so it don't matter. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I, still, uh, I, I will scratch my head with. 
but that's counterbalanced by some of the amazing stuff that he does do. You know what I mean? He, he does he does put on his show um, the fans for the fans, and like I says, he's, he's he's always been a good friend to me, and I, I'm, uh, I'll always support him no matter what, and I'm, I'm appreciative of all the opportunities that he's given me, uh, and uh, he's always shown me respect, and he's always shown. Uh, been grateful for for me helping them and so on and so forth. But like I said, it's like I said, it's in its embryonic stages as it stands right now. Uh, I, I do want to do. I, I, I think we're going to do something over over a couple of shows. We'll we'll wait to see. But it would be it would be great to be like just be, be like you know say goodbye to the TNT fans because they've been awesome. Uh, I've always, I've always getting a great reception when I've gone there. Let's let's face it, the, the standard of wrestling uh, that, that that that's on there at the moment has continued to get better and better and better. But at the same time, I, I, I feel that there's, there'll always be a place there for me if um, if I want it because ultimately I'm, I'm without without blowing you on trumpet again. I've always been over there, you know. Uh, I was called Mr. TNT there for, some, for quite some time, um, and uh, the fans have always been appreciative of what I've done, and I, I feel like I've always done well there, you know. Um, so hopefully, I'll get an opportunity to have a couple of good matches there at one, and go one more round there before I, re- I retire. Cheers, Keith. Podcast Network.